Welcome to another podcast. You know, this podcast is a very special podcast because we're doing this during the week of Thanksgiving. I'm sharing this during this very special time and season of the year when we give thanks to God in America for all of his bountiful blessings that he has given us and bestowed on our nation, our people, our lands. What a history we have together. And so don't forget this Thursday, this wonderful day, don't just make it about turkey and don't just make it about, you know, uh, getting together with family although that's a part of it, but let me encourage you to make sure that you give thanks to God and remember what Thanksgiving is all about. After the winter of 1620, that was a long time ago, you know, oh gosh, what was that? Um, uh, 400 years ago? Almost 400 years since the pilgrims uh, landed in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And there, during the winter of 1620, approximately one half of those pilgrims who made their trip on the Mayflower died. They died in the harsh winter, and the surviving colonists formed a relationship with a neighboring Indian tribe, the Wampanoag, Native American Indians. And they taught them how to survive uh, that winter by fishing and planting and hunting. And, And by the autumn, by the fall of 1621, the pilgrims had collected and preserved enough food to last them through the next winter. They were so happy. And in the fall of 1621, the governor of these uh, new uh, uh, settlements and settlings of, of, of Plymouth, Massachusetts, William Bradford was his name, he declared a time of thanksgiving. The Indians and the pilgrims joined together for a three-day celebration in honor of all the things that they had been blessed with, their bountiful harvest. The Wampanoags, uh, we're told, supplied venison and, and uh, you know fresh meat, uh, uh, and, and the colonists provided some wild birds as well. Most likely, we're told there were turkey and there were... Uh, you know, geese and and also some swan. Can you imagine eating swan? And also the corn was there. Of course, corn is a an, an important symbol of Thanksgiving. Many times you see that corn, you know, um, the husk pull back a little bit on it as a symbol of Thanksgiving. Well, we're also told that first year in 1621, the pilgrims also had lobster for a feast. I don't know how we are missing out on lobster uh, um, this week, but uh, um, maybe you aren't. I don't know. But at any rate, this is considered to have been the very first first Thanksgiving in the New England area of the Americas. We know there were some earlier Thanksgivings, uh, uh, at, at least one in Texas in, in, uh, um, in 1598. Uh, wow, that was, a, that was a long time, you know, approximately a quarter century before the pilgrims. But this New England Thanksgiving is representative of our national Thanksgiving feast. And, and uh, we're also told that the colonies concluded the harvest season with a festival in celebration and in thanksgiving to God for all that he had done for them. If we fast forward to 1777, you remember that period of time during the American Revolutionary War? Well, the Continental Congress at that point issued a proclamation that all of the 13 American colonies would set aside a day of thanksgiving in celebration of their recent victory over the British at Saratoga. Well, 1789 came along, and, and by that time in 1789, our Constitution was being ratified, and or had been, and we had, uh, you know, President Abr- Abraham, President Washington was the first president of the United States of America. And General Washington, who had who had fought the Revolutionary War and now was the first president, he made a declaration and set aside a national day of Thanksgiving in 1777. But by the end of the 19th century, uh, 
many states were celebrating an annual day, and they had their own days. They were celebrating, you know, because of their governors and because of their different leaders and uh, the different uh, Congress uh, of, of, of the different states and colonies. They all had some different weeks and some different uh, times that they celebrated this Thanksgiving. And, and with the threat of civil war that was bearing down on our, on our nation, uh, there was a young lady named Sarah J. Hale. I think her name was Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane Hale, uh, she set about on a one-woman letter-writing campaign. She was urging politicians uh, uh, in our Congress to establish an annual national day of Thanksgiving where all the nation would come together at one time. And she was very passionate about what she believed, and she was just hoping that she could do something, one woman's campaign, to do something to unite our great nation in the face of this division. Uh, during the Civil War, uh, leading up to the Civil War. And so her efforts were finally rewarded when President Abraham Lincoln, in 1863, he signed a proclamation declaring the last day of Thursday, excuse me, the last Thursday of every November, uh, this last Thursday would be a national day of Thanksgiving. And, of course, we know the rest of history. And, uh, but what you may not know is somewhere between 675 million and 700 million pounds of turkey is, uh, uh, is consumed and is expected to be consumed this year. Can you imagine 700 million pounds of turkey uh, will be eaten and consumed by our uh, um, population of the United States of America this Thursday. So I hope you can enjoy yours as well. Uh, well, where does God fit into all of this? Well, I can't imagine Thanksgiving without trying to imagine who they were giving thanks to. You see, our nation was founded upon Christian principles from the word of Almighty God. And they came to this great place, this great nation that we now see. They came, many of them as, as uh, you know, stragglers and some of them, uh, you know, uh, not having any other vision or any other hope where they were, some of them being run off and, and you know, uh, trying to find uh, 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 some religious freedom. But uh, people came from all over the world to this great nation that we now have, and they came in hopes, in hopes that uh, when our national fathers came in hopes that God would bless them and that God would preserve them and that God would strengthen them. You see, they believed in one God, Almighty God, Jehovah God, and in His Son, Jesus. They believed that God was the God of the universe, the creator of all mankind, and that God would bless them in this great adventure. Many of them felt called by God in seeking out a place where they could uh, pursue their religious worship without interference from government. In fact, that's why we have our Bill of Rights, our first 10 amendments. You know, if you'll read the first 10 amendments, uh, they are restrictions on a government, restricting a government from, from uh, putting themselves into the lives of individuals and in, uh, encroaching in such a way that it kept them from uh, saying what they wanted to say. You know, we have freedom of speech. You know, uh, 
We also have the right of, uh, you know, to pursue life and to pursue liberty and and uh, and happiness. Uh, that we can move from state to state. That we have a freedom. That we'll not be charged uh, uh, for with some crime that we don't know about. And that we have a right to, a, you know, a speedy trial. And that we have right to not face a, a double jeopardy. To not be tried twice for the same thing. That we can be, you know, uh, presented before a jury of our peers. We have uh, rights for a. Uh, uh, um, for ourselves, that we can protect ourselves and are protected against unlawful and unreasonable search and seizure of our properties, or that that uh, our government would take over our homes and and uh, quarter our you know uh, their their military members there, and you know we have a number of wonderful rights. Among those is the right of worship. You know we have the right to do a lot of things in America. Because the people who came here were seeking some God-given, God-blessed, God-ordained, and God-protected rights, one of which was to worship God and to seek our own uh, relationship with God, whether individually or in a community of believers, so that we could connect with Almighty God. You know, our Constitution was not written uh, with any other purpose than to protect the people of this great nation. And God has done that and preserved that now. You know, it's been almost 400 years since the pilgrims landed, uh, got off the Mayflower, and established, you know, that Mayflower Compact on their way here that granted them some of these same liberties, some of these same hopes, and even enacted uh, a day of thanksgiving. And it's not just an American phenomenon either. Many other countries and nations share the same heart and understand that all of our blessings have come from Almighty God. You see, the Word of God instructs us to be thankful. We have been blessed in this great nation. And let me encourage you to remember our heritage and to remember our history, but also to have hope for our future. And in that, I... I implore each one of us, I beseech us, I, I, if I might, I command us to be thankful. Everything that we have, everything that you enjoy, everything that, that, uh, that you have as an opportunity before you was a blessing from God and paid for through the strength and the hope and the prayers and the hard work of so many men and women who have gone on before us. We stand on their shoulders. We are partaking of their bounty. And let us for that be thankful. And who do we be thankful to? Let us be thankful to Almighty God for all the blessings that we enjoy and for everything in this life. The Apostle Paul wrote in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, he said, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It is the will of God for you that you be thankful. In everything, in everything give thanks. You know, I'm not suggesting that, that you know, everything in life is something that we want to get excited about and, and thank God for, uh, because there are some things that come our way that, that uh, you know, we are uh, less than appreciative of. You know, there are some tragedies and some traumas that certainly God did not send our way. But in the culmination of our life, in the big picture, in the, in the aspect of our life, 
we need to understand that God will work in everything. That without regard to what may happen to us, without regard to the Civil War or the American Revolution or the hardships of, of the pilgrims who, who faced that hard winter of 1620 and they were unprepared and half of the people who got off the Mayflower died. Half of those colonists, uh, you know, gave their lives and their blood, uh, you know, is in the soil of this great nation, watering the seeds of hope. And, and certainly, although individually you might not imagine being thankful for a civil war, but we can be thankful that in everything God has reigned and ruled and he has found a way for us through every situation, every circumstance, and therefore in the midst of everything, in the midst of every trouble, every trial, every victory, every hope, in the midst of our wonderful heritage, our great history, in the midst of the looming problems that we might be facing today, and in the midst of, of the economy of a nation that that uh, uh, for 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 the most part, whose politicians now may not uh, um, seek God like those original um, uh, politicians, those original leaders and, and Governor Bradford. You know, uh, but yet in this, even in the midst of where you are, where we are, we can offer God thanks. Thanksgiving to God. Be thankful even in the midst of troubles and trials. Lift up a voice of thanksgiving to God, for certainly he will work. In fact, the Bible tells us that even our prayers are to be offered with thanksgiving, even our petitions. If you're in the middle of a situation today that needs to change and, and you're hoping and, and uh, you know, or, or maybe you're in a situation where you have no hope, let me encourage you, lift up a prayer to God. Be thankful this week. Lift up a prayer to God for God who has begun this good work in us, as Philippians 1, 6 says, he certainly will continue it. Lift up a, a petition to God. Lift up a voice uh, to God uh, and remind uh, um, yourself to be thankful. In fact, that's what Philippians 4, verse 6 says in the New Living Translation. It says basically the same thing as, as 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. It tells us to be thankful for everything. This is what it says in the New Living Translation. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and then thank him for all he has done. Thank God for our nation. And Father, we just appreciate so much, Lord, you preserving and protecting our great nation. Lord, as Benjamin Franklin said, Lord, he said that if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without your knowledge, it is doubtful that a nation could rise without your intervention. Lord, you have protected us. You have preserved us. You have been good to us, Lord. And in everything, we choose to give you thanks. Thanks, Lord, that you will have the final victory. Thanks, Lord, that even the things that we are facing that are difficult or have faced that are tragic, yet, Lord, we give you thanks because you do not leave us in a problem. You do not leave us, Lord, in a bad place. Lord, uh, you connected the pilgrims with the, with, with the Indians, the Native Americans of, of, of this great nation now, Lord. And, and there together, Lord, you found a way to preserve. You found a way to protect. You found a way, Lord, to, to, to bring... Uh, about this great nation. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. God, we just want to ever remember that we are called to give you thanks, even in the midst of trouble. So God, today,
Lord, we lift up our petition to you, Lord. Bless our nation, Lord. Bless our families, God. Bless us as individuals, Lord. Bless our communities, Lord, our churches, God. Lord, in everything, Lord, without regard to what we're facing, but in everything, Lord, we lift up our voice to you, God. Lord, uh, we... We, we're not going to worry about anything, Lord. We're going to pray about everything, God, and we're going to, uh, Lord, uh, tell you what we want, God. But, uh, Lord, we're still going to thank you for everything that you do. Thank you, God. God bless America. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. God bless your family this Thanksgiving week. Enjoy and, and make sure that when you get together with family, if you do, or with friends, then uh, join yourself in prayer of Thanksgiving. Without regard to what you may be facing, join together and lift up your prayer to God, a prayer of Thanksgiving. God bless you. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving, and I'll see you next week, okay? And we're going to be soon beginning our approach to Christmas. And so uh, let's open up our hearts because that's what we can truly be thankful for, was that God, who so loved the world, gave his only begotten son. And if we believe in him, we will not perish, but have everlasting life. God bless you. And again, happy Thanksgiving.